Coach, first off, welcome to the Ohio High School Hoop Around the State podcast. How are you today, Coach? I'm doing well. How are you doing, Kurt? Uh, not too bad. So, Coach, after you have your successful playing career uh, at Westerville North and then on to Ohio State before heading to UNC Asheville, you're an assistant at Radford and UNC Asheville. So what led you back to Ohio, Coach? Uh, just the nature of the business. You know how that goes. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, absolutely. So I, uh, you know, found my way back here and, and ended up actually back at Westville North uh, for a couple years uh, working for Kevin Toomey. I was the head JV coach for a couple years. And then uh, uh, after doing that for two years, uh, you know, I went up to actually went up to Kenyon College with Matt Croce when he was there. He's now at Wittenberg, but uh, helped him out for a year. And then the Johnstown job opened and uh, I was fortunate enough to get that and spent 10 years there and just finished my first year at Westville Central. So uh, never stops. What, what was it? Uh, what was it about Johnstown that was um, appealing to you? Uh, you know what, the big thing for me at that point in, in, in my coaching career was, you know, I wanted to, I wanted to be a head coach. Um, and, and, and honestly, uh, at, at that point, um, uh, you know, I was more looking at high school. I wasn't going to go back into college, uh, anymore just because I had, you know, I'd moved back. Uh, I was actually living in Westerville. Johnstown was a good fit in terms of location, and 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 I had a previous relationship with the athletic director out there uh, at the time, who's still the football coach, Mike Carter. Um, he was a teacher at Westville North when I was going through school. So, you know, we got to talking, and and and, and you know, expressed my interest, and and you know, ended up with the job out there. You know, I I I, I knew. A little bit about Johnstown, you know. I know that you know, you know, football was always a, a, a strong thing, and I knew, you know, in the mid 2000s they had some good teams. So, you know, it was an intriguing situation for me, and uh, and and you know, again, it kind of comes back to you know becoming a head coach after you know. I think at that time I'd been an assistant at different levels for about uh, you know eight years. So. Um, you know that's kind of how I ended up there. Coach, is there is there anything bigger than the band at Johnstown? <laughs> hey, <laughs> if you if you weren't uh, on the football team, uh, more than likely you were on the ba- in the band. So yeah, it's you know I I, I forget the actual percentage, but uh, almost you know. A majority of the school, you know, participates in the band, and and, and, and it's a it's definitely a big deal out there for sure. <laughs> well, let's uh, let's rewind uh, back, let's say twenty five years ago, um, and we're going to start with this. When you think back to that incredible run you guys had in the winter of ninety four, what is a, probably the one thing that you remember most about that? Well, I'll take you back to the the, the summer uh, leading into that year. Uh, you, you know, we were in the weight room, uh, you know, lifting, doing our normal, you know, summer stuff. And, and Coach Hoover, 
was talking to us as a group, you know, after one of our lifting sessions, uh, um, and, you know, just kind of threw out the fact that, Hey, you know, we, you know, I, I really believe you guys have a, have an opportunity to be really good this year and, and you have an opportunity to, uh, to make a run and, and, and quite honestly could end up you know, down at St. John Arena playing for a state championship. And, you know, us as, a, as, as teenage kids, you know, and I'm sure at some point you kind of think about that. But then when, you, when your coach kind of brings that up, we kind of laugh them off, to be honest with you. Uh, you know, just like, yeah, you know, that, that would be great and all that stuff. But, uh, you know, that's, that's, that's kind of the biggest thing. And then as, as you move in through the fall and into the season, you know, and, and get in the grind to practice and, and kind of see how good you were, uh, or had the, had the chance to be, uh, you know, that, that became one of our, one of our goals that we kind of put at the top of our list as, as a group. And, and, and kind of kept that, you know, in the, in the back of our minds because, you know, you, you always want to win a conference championship first. And, you know, at that point, you know, winning the district title was, was kind of number one on our list uh, because you can't do anything until you win that. So, uh, but that, that's probably the biggest thing that stands out with, with that group we had, um, you know, all, going all the way back to that summer. What was the uh, what was the years like prior? Because this is your heading into your senior year. What was the years prior to that? Like ninety two, ninety three. How did you guys uh, play and finish up those seasons? The the year before my junior year, we we lost in a dis, in the district semifinal to uh, to Mount Vernon, um, and I think they went on went ahead and, and won a district championship that year. So. Um, you know, that was that year. And then, and then, you know, my sophomore year, you know, I don't think they had a, if I recall, you know, I was actually, I was playing JV and, and they, they didn't have a great year. Um, but, you know, I think they started to, 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 you know, w- with, with some of the young guys that we had, uh, and I think, uh, you know, Stonework, uh, as, as a, as a freshman, wasn't playing he didn't play varsity as a freshman and 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 then you know that next junior he did play as a sophomore and and we had a good group that year you know I I think you know we had to we had some really good seniors and and we did make that run you know to 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 the to the district semifinal that year I can't remember our exact record but it, it was a pretty good year for sure and you were correct. Mount Vernon did go on to win the district uh, in 1993. Um, you mentioned, uh, so kind of setting this up, so 94 comes around. Um, yourself, uh, junior Sean Stonerook, who um, a lot of people uh, probably uh, remember. Uh, Sean was a junior on this team, and he goes on to play at Ohio State before ending his career as a first team all Mac performer at OU, but really uh, for Sean business picked up uh, once he went overseas in the Belgium and Italy uh, where I believe he won six uh, Italian league championships, six super cup championships. 
he was the MVP on a couple occasions in 09 and 2010. So Sean ended up having an ultra successful career overseas. Coach, how much contact do you have with, with Sean? Uh, he, he lives in Westville. He's a, okay. he's a small business owner there. So, you know, I see him, you know, you know, life gets in the way, but we, we, we're still in contact, you know, the older you get and everyone's got families, probably not as much as you'd like, but, but yeah, we, we, we definitely hook up from time to time for sure. And, and you're correct. He, he had a tremendous year overseas, uh, or career overseas and, 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 you know, his first year in Belgium, then moved to Italy. I think he was in Cantu, Cantu for about, you know, six years and then moved on, on down to, to Siena where, where, where they really had, uh, some really good teams to finish up. Um, you know, I actually, uh, another buddy and, and I, uh, who, uh, who, who were real close with Sean. I think it was his second to last year. They ended up making the EuroLeague Final Four in Barcelona, so we were able to go over and, and, and see him see him play over there in, in that. They lost in the semifinal in, in that. But, uh, but yeah, he did. He, he, he had a tremendous career overseas for sure. Yeah, Sean ended up playing 10-plus uh, years overseas uh, before retiring in about 2012. Uh, can you confirm and deny this? Was 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 he a rock star over there overseas uh, with that he, hair? He 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 definitely was. You know that was something that you know kind of you know fan, fans over fans over in Europe. It doesn't matter you know whether you know obviously soccer is so big over there, but basketball is 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 right on on its heels it seems. But you know you get in the right situation, especially in Italy. They love basketball there and. And, and just the type of personality he had, uh, you know, he, the fans definitely uh, fell in love with him and, and, and his hair. And, and, and he was definitely, if you want to call him a rock star, that's probably the best, the best analogy you could use for, for, for who he was and, and the type of player he was over there. I don't want this was more you know about Westerville North, but what was it that what that you would say made Sean such a a great player? Uh, number one is, is his IQ. He was he, he knew the game inside and out. Uh, but you know I think the the the, the second thing that I, always stood out to me is is just the type of rebounder he was. Uh, you know he he could rebound the ball. Uh, uh, anywhere on the defensive end man he 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 was he was one of those guys and 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 they're out there but you know to be really a special rebounder you got to rebound the ball out of your area and and that's something he could do he could be on one side of the basket or or the lane and and and, and read the ball and, and go get it on the other side before other guys even react but uh you know, he, but the the biggest thing I think, and, and as he and has he moved into his pro career, uh, he, he kind of turned into a different basketball player in terms of he was a tremendous passer and 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 was a was a very very good perimeter shooter and and that's something in high school he didn't do. And, you know, he you know he was a he was a he was a force in around the paint. Uh, was always a good passer, but you know he didn't take very many jump shots in high school. 
as I recall, and as he moved on to college, you know, he started to do a little bit of that. But when he went overseas, you know, that kind of was his niche. You know, he, he turned himself into a very good shooter and and always had those passing abilities. And 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 he he was always a very – and I think this just goes back to his IQ. He was always a very, very good, good defender, uh, could read the game very well, uh, had great length and, and had the ability to guard. Uh, multiple positions, and, and I think that's something that you know, really stands out with kind of the player he was, too. So you guys were coached by um, Dave Hoover, who ends up parlaying this job uh, into your success at North into the coveted Camp McKinley job following the 1995 season. Coach Hoover ends up leading McKinley to back-to-back state titles in 2005 and 2006, which – uh, still remains the only school to do so in Division One in the four-division era, which began in 1988. Um, Coach, what was it like uh, playing for Coach Hoover, and, and did you follow his career at all at McKinley? Yeah, I did. Uh, you know, Coach Hoover is one of the you know biggest influences in in my life basketball wise, both as you know as a player and and even as a coach. You know, I I, I still uh, you know, every now and again, you know, we had, we had, we had lunch, you know, before my season started this year, you know, he's, he's actually back down, living down here in Columbus area again. And, uh, and just, to to pick his brain because he, he, he was a tremendous, uh, motivator. Number one, uh, he, he was a great leader of, uh, of young men and, and, but, but most of all, you know, he knew the game and, and had a plan, uh, each and every year for the teams that he coached, uh, uh, no matter what the, the personnel in front of him was. So, um, you know, the one thing I think that that's kind of lost on, in, in today's game a little bit is, is, is we were, we, we ran, a ton of motion offense, uh, and, and he gave us the freedom to to just kind of play out there. But but he he taught every every inch of what we did in terms of breakdown and how how to how to read screens and and how to play uh, motion offense back in the in the in the early '90s with the personnel that we had, and 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 he he, he was demanding in what we did both offensively and defensively. But but you know I I can't I could go on for for days talking about you know how great of a coach Coach Hoover is, but he he's he he definitely was uh, in all the successes he had after. After leaving Westville North up at Camp McKinley was was definitely well deserved, and I think that just shows, you know, the the ability he had as a coach, uh, and you know, to to be able to 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 go up there and and, and continue the success that he started down at Westville North for sure. So incredibly, North would return to the state tournament in 1995, eventually losing to Zanesville 48-47 who goes on to win the state title with a one-point victory. Uh, Seth Martin ends up banking in a foul shot against Cleveland Heights in the title game. Uh, this is the same Zanesville team you beat in the regional semis in 94, 63-60, uh, and then again in the 1996 regional final, 50-47, to uh, which many would probably consider Zane, arguably Zanesville's best team ever. 
Um, this time, Coach Kevin Tooman uh, and his eight-loss Warriors returned to St. John Arena in 96 and nearly knocked off heavily favored Toledo St. John's. So, Coach, it was quite a, a run there, quite a battle back and forth with the likes of Zanesville in that time frame. Yeah, it was. I mean, you know, I remember they, 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 Coach Aaronhold, I, you know, he had put together a really good run and, and started building that program. And, you know, I know they had some tradition in the past, but he really got it rolling there, you know, about the same time we kind of got rolling at Westville North. And, and, and I remember, uh, you know, I think we, we, we played them, uh, if I'm not mistaken, um, you know, maybe the year before, maybe as my junior year at Zanesville, uh, maybe not. Maybe maybe the first time we met was in that regional summer. I may be thinking back when I was coaching, but uh, but yeah, they you know we 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 were fortunate enough to 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 make our way through that district tournament, and then you know you got you know anytime you you get past past and win a district championship, you know you're playing somebody good and. And 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 maybe we were a little bit fortunate enough, you know, that that year the regionals were played, you know, at at the at the barn down at the fairgrounds, which is where, you know, we played all our games at the sectional and district level that year. So, you know, we had already played four games on that court, and they had to come in there and and, and play us there. But you know, I, I I if I recall, we got off to a great start in that game and and then built ourselves a lead and. And they were very talented and, and were able to, you know, fortunately hang on and get that win. So so the 1994 season comes around. You guys obviously have a really good season. Um, was, there, was there any games in the regular season that jump out to you um, from that season? Yeah, you know, I think, I mean, honestly, I think game one, I mean, game one that year, we, we went up to Mansfield Senior, and, and uh, you know, we ended up losing that game by three, uh, and, 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 you know, Mansfield Senior obviously had, 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 had some great tradition, especially back then with, with the type of teams that they had, um, and, and went up there in great atmosphere and, and, and lose by one, uh, uh, but, you know, we, you know, you, anytime you, you, you lose early in the season, and especially game number one against a quality opponent, you really don't, uh, don't worry too much about, you know, who you are and, and what you can accomplish. So, you know, we came back after that game, I believe we won 13 in a row. And then we played, uh, you know, Upper Arlington at our place, who was in our league at that time in our division of the OCC at the time. And, and they had a good team as well, but it was one of those games that, you know, I think if I recall, uh, and, you know, I think we made one three-pointer and probably shot about 25 that game. So, you know, they played us in kind of packed in zone and we couldn't make a shot, but, you know, we dropped that game. So that was our second loss of the year. And then, then, then we didn't leave again, but, uh, you know, I think, you know, moving into the tournament, that, that our district final game against Pickerington, um, you know, I don't know, a lot of people probably don't remember, you know, they had a really good year that year, and and, and, and we had a battle that game and, and went to overtime, uh, uh, and, and there was one point scored in overtime. And I think it was, I think Stonework made a free throw. He went one for two at the foul line. 
and and uh, and then they had a shot uh, at the end of overtime that 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 could have knocked us out that 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 didn't go in for them. So uh, you know we survived that game at the district level very easily. We could have. We could have gotten beat, but I think anytime you make a run the way we did, you need a little luck along the way. But, um, but yeah, that 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 Pickerton game is probably one of the games that stands out of you know to me is you know if 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 they make that shot or 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 the bounce the ball bounces a different way at some point in that game, then then we don't even win a district championship, and and no one's ever talking about Western North as a state champion. That's for sure. So you mentioned Coach Hoover coming in in the summer and saying, "Hey, you think he thinks you can get this team down to St. John Arena?" Uh, when was it that you guys uh, started to believe that during this season? When did you guys think that you could get this thing done? Yeah, you know, the one thing Coach Hoover did, you know, he kept us he kept us pretty level headed. You know, I don't think we really uh, talked much about you know that far uh in the season until until we got into the tournament and, and definitely until we probably uh, after after we won a district championship you know our 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 main goal after 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 the regular season was one game at a time um you know and and to 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 win a district championship and and we uh we were fortunate enough to do that and at that point you know that's us you know as far as Westville North had gone in a while, I think they had won a district championship back in the late '80s. But uh, uh, it, it it was more or less, you know, you get in the regional with, um, you know, it was us, Zanesville, Eastmore, and uh, I believe it was where did Orlando Pace go to school? I think it Sandusky. Was Sandusky. Yeah, Sandusky. Yeah. So Sandusky and Eastmore played each other, and and we played with with uh we played against Zanesville you know I think I think after we were fortunate enough to win that regional semi game against uh you know uh Zanesville that's kind of when the talk started that you know that you know we have one more game and we know what's on the line and you know we're playing Eastmore who's who's here in Columbus and and that's probably the really the first time that that focus shifted on you know what that game was 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 you know, all about and, and what the reward would be, you know, if we were fortunate enough to, to win a, a regional final and get, get ourselves down to St. John Arena. So you guys beat Pickerington um, in the district finals and you get by Zanesville, uh, which we talked about in the regional semis. So this sets up a matchup with Columbus Eastmore in the regional final. And I mean, take me back to this time. Is this, you know, you got a, a, a city team against a an OCC team. Um, Eastmore coming into the game with first team All Ohio and Lamont Barnes and second teamer Carlos Davis. Is this is there a lot of hype around this matchup just because you got a city league team against an OCC team? I, I think so. You know, I think uh, you know. Also along the lines, you know, you know now, you know, there's so much social media and everything. Everyone knows everything now. Right. Everything. You know, back back then, you know, you weren't as familiar with with a lot of these teams across the state. You really weren't. And but we 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 were familiar with Eastmore. Just you know, you run into those guys in the summertime in leagues and whatnot, and open gyms. Um, we knew how talented they were. 
uh, you know, I think it was, you know, a lot of the hype was generated just from people around Central Ohio because, you know, you had two Central Ohio teams and one of them was going to end up down at the state Final Four. And, and, and again, you know, I don't recall how how many times that had happened, you know, leading up to the previous years leading up to that. But, uh, you, know, you know, there were only two. Uh, it's not like it is now, where you, you're guaranteed a, 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 a Division One team out of out of Central Ohio to be be at the shot right. every year. Right. Um, with, with the four district champs, you know, we, you know, we we went in, you know, like both both district champions from Division One back then went into that same regional, and you, you know, we ended up with Sandusky and Zanesville. So there was no guarantee a, a Central Ohio school was going to make it out of that. So. When we both won that game, you know, you know, it was played down at the barn, and, you know, that place, that place was was as full as I've ever seen it. And I've been to a lot of games down there over the years before, you know, before they stopped using it. But you know, I know it was standing room only, and that place was was electric for sure. And and and, and you're playing a good team. And, you know, I don't think you know we we necessarily looked at it as. As, as you know, a Columbus City League school versus an OCC school. You know, back then, you know, I don't think there was as much hype as as maybe there would be nowadays if if that situation happened. But uh, but we we knew we were playing a good basketball team, and, and and we had to go out there and compete at a high level for sure. You know, you mentioned about with social media, people knowing everything. I thought back then it was it, it was. And before social media, I thought it was more fun then. There was more anticipation. There was more intrigue because you didn't know um, everything about every team uh, where, you know, now you kind of do. Oh, yeah, of course. You know, you know, back then you relied so much on your coaches, you know, to, to feed the information on, on your opponents, especially when you get – you know, at the end of the regional level, and for us that year, at, it, it, down down to the state final four. You know, we didn't have the ability to to go online and and, and search. You know, across the state to to see who was good, and then you know, and and you didn't know as much uh, uh, about teams out of your area. And and our coaches, you talked to our coaching staff today. That was part of our coaching staff on those teams. I mean, it's. It's funny how much scouting and what the drive you they, they they tell the stories of driving, you know, through that tournament run, going up to Cleveland to scout, going to all these different places to scout on Tuesday nights and Wednesday nights and this and that and and you just didn't have the you know the the capability to you know to 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 know as much as you do nowadays. Heck, I I don't even remember. I'm sure we watched some film, but I don't remember. You know how much game film we even had on on opponents as we as we got into the regional and the in the in the state uh, level that year. But but yeah, you're you're right. You know, it it was probably more fun because as as a kid, you'd get up the next day and you know find the paper just to see you know who who won in your area, who was playing well, and things like that. But but outside of Central Ohio, you didn't really you know, have, have a lot of knowledge of, uh, of certain teams and players, uh, every day, like you do now. So you guys get to the state, uh, you get by Eastmore 63, 53 in the regional final, uh, you get the state, uh, it does not get any easier. Uh, Cleveland Heights is waiting for you in the semis. 
with a quartet of Damon Stringer, uh, Harold Rasul, Ron Johnson, and Mike Washington. You guys end up beating those guys 76 uh, 69. You end up with 23 points in that game. Uh, Sean has 20. Uh, Karad Dunn with 15. And Pat Brown with 13. Pat would go on to play football at Kansas. Uh, the game's tied heading into the fourth quarter, but uh, you guys were able to surge ahead in the fourth. Yeah, and, and, and leading into that game, that's it's one of the things, going back to what we were just talking about and having having a little knowledge of who you're playing and whatnot, you know, the one thing about Cleveland Heights we did know, uh, you know, back back then they had the, the, the USA Today always ran, in, you know, a weekly poll for the top teams in the, you know, I don't know if they still do it today, the top teams in the country. And, and, and if I recall, you know, Cleveland Heights was the year they had that year. They were They were ranked in that. USA Today poll, you know, every week, and I think they were in the top ten when we when we played them in the state semifinal. So, so we were familiar. We knew where they were good. You know, we knew the one thing they did play, especially with Damon and Michael Washington, the two guards. Uh, you know, they they pushed the ball and they shot the ball quick, and they shot the ball from anywhere, and they and they played at a at a lightning pace, um, and and. Uh, their front line, you know, with Rasul and, and, and the two other guys, I think they went six seven, six six, somewhere in that range. And you know, we, we weren't small ourselves, but uh, you know, I don't think people uh, understood, you know, the, the the dynamic we were made of. Uh, you know, Pat Brown was a tremendous athlete. And, you know, he was he was a, he obviously ended up having a great football career at, at Kansas, but just the the overall athlete he was. He was in the state tournament. You know, state championships for track. I think all four years of his high school career, if I'm not mistaken. But uh, you know, we 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 had a makeup of uh, of guys that we could play uh, a number of different ways. And, and and you know, you you don't necessarily want to get in an up and down game with with a team like Cleveland Heights. But I think we did. I you know, we 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 got up and down the court just as you know as quickly as they did. And uh, that game being tied in the fourth quarter, I think you know, kind of what turned the corner. I think we had a, we had a sideline out of bounds to start that to start that quarter, and, and we were able to kind of get an over the top pass, uh, just how they were guarding us to to, to Sean Stonebrook, and, and and he started that quarter with a dunk, which gave us a two point lead, and, and and I think we were able the rest of that quarter just to to push it out from there, get some timely stops, and obviously score. Uh, you know, enough points to, to get us that seven-point win. Coach, tell me a, a little bit about Karad Dunn. Yeah, Karad, Karad, was, Karad was a competitor. He wasn't the biggest guy, that's for sure, you know. He, 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 but he, he was a soccer player, uh, but, but he loved basketball. And, we, and, and our group that year, we, we, were, we were a tight-knit group. We hung out together, you know. We were all friends. We, you know, we were we – were, we we were a team that you know in the off season we were together you know doing what kids do and 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 always finding opportunities to play basketball uh, and we would go together to open gyms we would play up at Otterbein on on Sunday nights for with their open gyms that they used to have and and go to the parks and and just you know we were we were a close group and and Gerard was it was just one of the you know, he he was a comedian in some ways. You know, he 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 loved to have fun. 
Uh, it's sometimes sometimes we we kind of had to reel him back in because he, <laughs> he, he would want to have fun. He would want to have fun at the wrong time, so to speak. And and I think he he was one of those guys that kind of would push Coach Hoover's buttons here and there. But but he 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 definitely was 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 a great leader at that point guard position for us because you know we 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 had guys that could you know could score the basketball with Stonebrook and, and myself and, and Pat Brown would have games where he'd have the ability to, 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 to score points and, and Karad would always find a way, you know, especially in, in games against high quality talent to, to, to be very effective and really kind of uh, hold down that spot, both offensively and defensively at the point guard position. So I mentioned you had 23 points um, in this game against Heights. And, and I noticed in my research that, um, and I give you an opportunity here to, to vouch for yourself, uh, I noticed you were nowhere to be found on, on any of the All-Ohio teams that year. Special mention, honorable mention. Did that, uh, did that trigger any, uh, any add of incentive uh, to say, hey, <laughs> I could play a little bit? Uh, not necessarily, because I, I had had, uh, you know, you you might not know this, but after my junior year, uh, well, between my sophomore and junior year, I'd torn my ACL. Okay. And uh, and uh, we were at team camp. And so, you know, when that happened and going to the doctors and whatnot, they 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 forgo, they, they didn't want to do surgery right then because I was still growing. Uh, so they wanted to wait a year to let my growth plates close a little bit to just make sure I was done growing and whatnot. And so I rehabbed, uh, for about five months, uh, and came back and was able to play my junior year, but I was playing with a brace on and, 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 and a torn ACL, no surgery yet. So my junior year was really up and down. You know, I had my moments where I was pretty good and then other moments where it just, you know, things just weren't going my way. So it was a very up and down year. Uh, right after that season, I had surgery, you know, it was in March and, uh, and then rehabbed and was cleared to play, I think in, in October leading into my senior year. So, you know, quite honestly, I, I, I was, I was just, I was happy. I was out there playing again, to be honest with you. And, 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 and being, able to have an impact and, and, and early on in my senior year you know just you know I, I probably never felt completely healthy until you know late in the season and, and leading into the tournament and you know and that that's when I finally you know kind of felt uh back to my normal self and and, and I think it, it if you look back at games throughout the tournament, my numbers increased. So, uh, and I was playing a lot better. So, you know, that type of stuff, you know, I didn't probably have a, the greatest year, you know, to, 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 to have the opportunity to be on any of those teams uh, throughout the season. But, you know, that, that, that didn't bother me one bit. You know, we, we, we had a great team and a great, uh, opportunity going into that tournament after the season we had and I was just trying to do my part to 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 help us win games so uh you know I I my my fuel 
basically was, you know, I, I, I'm out here. I'm going to show people I'm finally healthy. I want to show people, you know, the type of basketball player I, I am. And, and I wasn't too worried about any of that, any of, any of those things uh, at the state or even at the district level. So you guys end up, uh, as we mentioned, you get through Cleveland Heights. So then you – uh, advanced to Saturday's state final against uh, one of Cincinnati's more storied high school programs. Uh, you get Withrow for a chance to win the first boys' state title uh, in basketball in school history. Uh, interesting to note, you guys are the first OCC school to do so. Um, I think the OCC started in 1966. And only two other schools since then have done that. Newark in 2008, Pick Central in 2012. Um, you get a Withrow team that comes into the tournament uh, ranked 11th by the uh, Associated Press. Um, what, was the, what was the preparation like? Because um, obviously in Division I, you're playing Friday night at some time. Uh, so you got about 24 hours or less to get ready for a Withrow squad that just handled Maslin Jackson, Jeff Carter, a second team All-Stater ends up with 33 in a 77 60 win over the polar bears coach. Were you guys able to watch uh, Withrow or did they kind of keep you from that? You know, honestly, I, I don't recall. I, I think, you know, I think back then, Division one was still in that rotation. They weren't necessarily pigeonholed into the into the Friday night games. I want to say we played our semifinal game on a Thursday. Okay. Uh, and, and had a day in between uh, to where we could get a practice in. And and the one thing Coach Hoover did, you know, whether you're from out of town or or in town, I think they 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 give you an opportunity to stay down in hotels for for the state tournament. And 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 he he decided against that. And his, so we could sleep in our own beds and still kind of keep our same uh, uh, routine, so to speak. Uh, but uh, I don't recall us uh, us watching there uh, a little bit. I think we watched half of their uh, their 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 game against uh, Maslin Jackson because. Uh, um, you know, we knew about Maslin Jackson. I, I think more so than than we we did about Withrow at the time. And Jamie Bosley was at at uh, at Maslin Jackson, and we 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 knew we were more familiar with him. I think from some summer stuff and 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 but but yeah, we 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 watched it. I think we took in the experience, but you know. I, Going back, you know, I think we we had that day to where we were able to practice and, and prepare. But, um, but yeah, they, you go into those games back then, you, you definitely probably weren't uh, as as overly prepared as as you might be nowadays because of the way you know you can you can get film and and just be uh, uh, have a, have a, have a lot more opportunity to to scout teams than than maybe you did then. So. It's it's uh, interesting you mentioned Jackson, um, man. When you look at the coaches in in this Final Four in '94, you got um, obviously Dave Hoover uh, for you guys who um, has been ultra successful in his career. Uh, Jim Capaletti at Cleveland Heights, another guy that just um, got the job done. 
uh, Larry Taylor at Maslin Jackson, and then um, you get Withrow in the title game, who's coached, I believe it was his only year at Withrow, George Jackson, uh, who went on to be an assistant at the University of Cincinnati. Um, so just an incredible uh, quartet of coaches in that final four. So you find yourself down um, seven points in this game in the fourth quarter, um, and you find yourself um, clawing back into it. Um, you hit a free throw with 10.1 seconds to go to tie the game at 46 to send it in overtime. What do you remember about that trip to the foul line? 